Let's be honest, judging others is easy. How often do we meet someone new and automatically judge them, basing their value on the world's criteria? God says that we're to look for Him in others, whether they appear ordinary or incredibly talented. In spite of the many different people and personalities, God displays something of Himself through each of us. If everyone we meet is made in the image of God, then we must treat them with dignity and honor, ourselves included. When we see God's image in others, it changes our response to those around us. Whenever we put people down or use people for our own good, whenever we cheat, gossip, or judge someone's worth based on race, class, or political opinion, we disrespect the image of God in them. Ask God for a perspective shift, because when we view ourselves and others through God's eyes, nothing looks the same. This is Bryant Wright, speaking right from my heart. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Hey, what's up? Welcome into a Tuesday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Alex is here today to produce. Uh... We have a uh, mishmash of things going on today. Uh, first of all, and in no particular order, uh, Gator men's basketball announced its non-conference schedule. Um, the Gators will tip off its golden era. Yeah, I know. Cheesy, yes, but it's okay. Uh, you can use it one time. One time, and I just did. So it's there. It's now out. Uh, Florida, November 7, will host Stony Brook. Okay? They'll host Kennesaw State, Florida Atlantic, go to FSU on November 18th. They'll take part in the Phil Knight Legacy event in Portland with three games. And uh, it'll include three games against the field of Duke, Gonzaga, Oregon State, Portland State, Purdue, West Virginia, and Xavier. Uh, then they'll host Florida A&M and Stetson, and then the Gators will host UConn. That's a good non-conference schedule. Uh, neutral site contest in Tampa against a TBA, and then Florida visits Charlotte for the Jumpman Invitational on December 20th. That's got Michigan, North Carolina, and Oklahoma. So, yeah, that, that's good stuff. Uh, then UF will visit Kansas State in the SEC Big 12 Challenge. No exhibition game this year, by the way. None. Uh, right to the schedule. Uh, okay, what else? We know who's going to be speaking for the Gators at SEC Football Media Days next week. Anthony Richardson, Ventrell Miller, and Richard Garage will be there for the Gators. Um, and then if everything goes according to Hoyle, um, then the Gators and Billy Napier will speak on Thursday. Now, some things that we'll talk about today. I'm really looking forward to the Open in golf. Because now, first of all, there's three Gators in the field. 
The old-timer, Mark Kalkovecchia, is in it, along with Sam Horsfield and Billy Horschel. So that's got good stuff, all right? What if Tiger Woods, now first of all, if it was Tiger and Phil, I mean, that'd be great just because it's Tiger and Phil, but wouldn't you want to be somebody like Tiger has come out and, you know, I don't want to say blasted to live, but, you know, he's said some things. And would it be great to have, like, Brooks Kepka and Rory in the same, you know? Like, maybe they'd fight. They wouldn't, but you get what I'm saying, right? It'd be kind of cool, like, who's going to win this, right? I'm playing for the pride of the PGA, and I'm the, I'm the live dude here, and we're making all this money. That'd be kind of good theater if it were to happen in, in that respect. We'll see, you know, if, in fact, uh, it does. But... Uh, That'll be fun to watch just from that standpoint. Plus, obviously, this is a major championship. It's a really good field. Um, I also wanted to bring up to you something that uh, Kirby Smart did. And there are, there's a segment of the uh, Gator fan base uh, that feels that the Gators are not doing enough uh, when it comes to, the, to an NIL and a collective. and Well, this is what Kirby Smart did. Um, he, uh, he talked about Matt Hibbs, the CEO of the Classic City Collective, which is Georgia's leading NIL collective, with a mission to, quote, enrich, enhance, and empower student-athletes to better their lives, communities, and futures through innovative solutions that create value for dog nation and student-athletes, he says. Um, Matt Hibbs proved during his time in our program how valuable he can be to our student-athletes and Georgia athletics. His background and experience within and around collegiate athletics makes him a uniquely positioned leader in NIL. So, some schools are embracing this more than others. I think that certainly speaks for itself when it comes to what Georgia is doing. Um, okay, today also, I'm going to throw out a couple of things. And I hope you'll respond. Yesterday, had a good show. Had a lot of callers. I'm going to, Peyton asked this question yesterday. Um, again, Tiger Woods uh, complaining about the live golfers who turned their back on the PGA. That's good. Yeah. See, that's why. You know, when these guys golf and, you know, golf. Not now. Hey. Wouldn't it be something to yell at them? I mean, they won't, but I mean, there, there is a different dynamic now. There is no question there's a different dynamic, and I will bet you, I will bet you that viewership is going to go up, not only because Tiger's in it and Phil's in it and all the big names are in it, but just what if it comes down to that? What if it really comes down to live versus PGA types? Who you? I mean, then who do you root for? What? Who does the crowd root for? That's the other thing. 
right? Who's the gallery going to back? So, uh, yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, all right, a couple things. Would you, as a fan of a team, right, would you want to have um, a team that did not make uh, the playoffs a lot, but when you did, you won, versus a team that makes the playoff a lot and doesn't win? The Marlins. Last time they won was 2003. Okay? They don't make the playoffs very often. But when they do, they win. Me? Look, I said this yesterday. The problem is, the way I'm wording this, it's preordained. I would much rather have a team that goes to the playoff a lot because you have a chance. Are you saying there's a chance? Yeah, there's a chance. Okay? Where if I already know what the outcome is going to be, well, then maybe my mind would change. The Mets haven't won a world championship since 1986. So they don't make the playoffs too often either. But if they're in it, you get a chance. Speaking of the Mets, Max Scherzer last night, dominant. The Mets beat the Braves. They don't often do that. Their lead in the East is now two and a half games. They play again tonight. I was watching the Rays and Red Sox. It was 5-5. All of a sudden, 10-5. Rays get the win. Good for them. We'll have Rays, Red Sox again for you tonight. You can hear it here at uh, 6.30. And, and then, uh, in a couple of minutes here, we're going to be talking to a former Gator walk-on in football, Clifford Taylor, who has started something uh, very unique He's a social media influencer. Um, he walked on here despite never having played football. He's launched something called Walk On Gang. It unites walk-ons across the country under one brand, uh, one brand, which empowers them to secure NIL deals. So does a lot with TikTok, Instagram, etc. So we're going to talk to him about how he does this. Um, pretty interesting. Uh, so again, oh, and then I'll do one of these today because, again, I don't know how much you're going to bite on some of these topics. But if you were pressed on this, Alex, I want you to think about this too. If you, if somebody said to you, there's going to be one piece of information that's new, that comes out of SEC Football Media Days next week, what do you think it would be? Okay, I'm asking you as, you as football fans, I have an idea, and I have an idea, it's going to happen. I don't want to give it away. So if you think, because again, it looks like Matt Hayes has been on our program many times, is reporting the SEC now, today at 12-12, is content to stay where they're at in terms of number of teams in the league. I think that's going to happen. 
I don't think you're going to see any further movement from the SEC yet. Yet. But I do think there's a piece of information that could come out of the media days, and I'll tell you what that is, but I want to get your thoughts too. 1213, time check brought to you by Hayes, Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Bradley Schimmel. The Tampa Bay Rays are set to take on the Boston Red Sox after winning the first game of the series last night. Corey Kluber is expected to start for the Rays, and Chris Sale is expected to make his season debut. Tune in for coverage of tonight's game right here at 6.30. The Orlando Magic have shut down Paolo Banquero for the remainder of the summer league. The team made the decision in order to evaluate other players for their roster. Team USA Women's Softball has secured the number one seed for Group 1 of the 2022 World Games. Florida Gators Charlie Eccles, Amanda Lorenz, and Michelle Moultrie each recorded a hit in last night's 10-2 Mercy Rule win over Team Canada. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Bradley Schimmel. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's time to get a new vehicle, and you make a decision. Do I want to buy a brand new one? That's fine. But remember, if you do, it depreciates as soon as you drive it off the lot. Or you can get the best in late model, low mileage vehicles when you visit Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville 310, Northeast 39th Avenue. The Cousins family has run that business for 40-plus years. And in all that time, they've only done one thing, giving you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle. And you can go online and check them out, secars.com. All the information is there about the vehicle, price, all that. You can check it out. Or if you want to eyeball them, you want to test drive them, you can go see them at Northeast 39th Avenue and do that. And their sales staff is there to help you. But never do they try to hard sell you. They're just there to answer your questions and help you any way you can because they understand the purchase of this vehicle is very, very important for you. And they also know that you want to be happy with the purchase that you make. So check them out like I have for years. The car I drive is a Southeast Car Agency vehicle, and they have been for a long time. When you go see them in person, make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to Southeast Car Agency. Hey, sports fans, spring sports season is here. Basketball, baseball, softball, track and field, and the spring football game. Boy, am I excited. Well, now is the time to prune your trees and start preparing for those nasty summer storms. Don't wait until it's too late. Call Daughtry Tree Service today for your free evaluation. 352-472-2465. That's 352-472-2465. Or check us out online at Daughtry Tree Service. We believe a job worth doing is worth doing right. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. It's time to celebrate outdoors. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Let Electronics World help you upgrade your lanai, pool deck, or backyard space with outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung, outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, 
Keff, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. That's electronicsworld.net. Looking for ways to shine bright this summer? With Summer of Dash Pass by DoorDash, get more member-only perks and discounts than ever before. The more you shop, the more you save. With zero delivery fees and access to exclusive items that make your summer feel easy and breezy. Sign up now with promo code DASH50 for 50% off your first order of up to $15. Dash Pass benefits apply only to eligible orders that meet the minimum order amount. Other fees, taxes, and gratuity may apply. Terms apply. Coming in September, the beginning of the Billy Napier era. It's not about me. It is going to be about our football team. We are going to do things with class. We are going to do things with integrity. We are going to build young men of character. We are proud to be your home for Gators football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. From every call third strike to every call to the bullpen, baseball lives here. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Obviously, in this day and age, you hear all the time conversation about NIL and athletes making money off their name, image, and likeness, all of that. And obviously, there's a pecking order, right? I mean, sometimes, you know, the the bigger names get a bigger piece of the pie. Well, Clifford Taylor IV, a social media influencer, a walk-on at one point, with the Gator football team, is trying to change that. And Clifford's our guest now. Clifford, I I didn't know this when you walked on here. First of all, thanks for doing this. I didn't know you'd never played football before when you walked on here. Is that true? Uh, Yes, sir. That is true. Unless you count flag football. That's true. (laughs) What made you do that? What what, what prompted you to do that after not playing the sport since flag football? Honestly, sometimes I think about it now, and it's like I really like it. It, it just all happened so fast because um, you know my my first couple of years because you know I grew up playing basketball. That was the only sport I really ever played growing up, and so tried to do the walk on thing for the basketball team. Long story short, it didn't work. So my first two years, I just did um, intramural basketball, and honestly, I did flag football only because my best friends wanted me to, and because it was just a good way to get some cardio in. Like I had no gloves at the time. I, I honestly didn't even have cleats when I was playing. So I was just out there just running straight lines most of the time. Wow. And then, um, and then one day I, I had, I had, it was like four or five touchdowns. I don't remember, but I, I was torching these little kids. And, <laughs> and um, one of my, one of my good friends now, uh, Robert Clay, who was a walk on DB at the time, he was at the game. And after the game, you know, he, he asked me if I ever thought about, you know, walking on. I was like, to the Gators? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, uh, sir, I don't know if you realize, but there's a reason I'm playing flag football because I've never played a down of football, you know, in my life. 
And so basically he was just giving me the whole spill about his experience as a walk-on and how he put on a lot of muscle. And that was always a goal of mine while I was in college, just to gain like a little bit of muscle, just kind of have that dream bot I've always, you know, dreamed of having. And so he was just telling me the whole spill. And honestly, that night, I kind of just let it go through one ear and, and out the other that night. But that game led up to the weekend of the LSU game in 2018, which was when, you know, Beastu, uh, you know, took it to the crib to, you know, seal it. And that was Coach Mullins' like, first signature win. And so I just kind of did like a little glance around, almost like a scene in a movie. And I was just like, you know what, I'll give it a, you know what, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, that, I made that decision, you know, right then and there. My my mom was, wasn't really rocking with it. My dad was. I was excited, but he was also just confused because he understood. He's like, I've never, you know, I've never played football before. So, he, like, it was excitement, but also confusing at the same time, if that makes sense. Yep. So, at, at that point, I'm, I would say, 200 pounds, like, on a good day. So, just from that point on, I was just, you know, working out every day, finding out about or learning more about trainers within the Gainesville area, just trying to talk to anybody who was anybody within, you know, Gator football. And so I finally was able to get in contact with uh, BB Vernell Brown, and so I, I text him because that, that that's what that's one thing I would say that a lot of people are scared to do. They're like scared to just you know reach out to the staff. It's like, you know, while they may be superheroes, at the same time they're not. So I was just I was just very bold, and I was just like, I was like, hey, Mister uh, Mister Brown, I'm looking to walk on, and and the very first thing he ever said to me, he was like, nice to meet you. Do you have any film? And I thought I, that's when I thought the, the whole dream was dead. I thought it was over. I'm like, oh, well, uh, I was like, no, but I did tell him I could show him some basketball clips. So I just proceeded to, you know, send him, you know, send him clips. And next thing you know, he he told me he'll keep me in the loop. And so fast forward, I think that was around November. So fast forward to January, and then he told me there's going to be like a walk-on meeting in, in February. And so we go in there. I thought it was going to be like, at least 100 people it was only like i'd say like 10 of us 10 of us in there um and so they you know they told us like they basically told us like straight up they're like yo we just need bodies you know you guys will be you know like a big help on scout team like which which i understood like i wasn't gonna go in there and be like oh my god i'm going to the nfl like i i I understood that and so basically when we tried out it was only it was only four people myself uh michael weir who who made it with me who was my teammate close friend and a couple others and so the tryout was during the dead period. So the dead period is basically like, you know, when you can't work out with a football and things like that. So I, I didn't know that. So I, I came in and actually bought some new cleats, I think like two weeks prior, and like some new gloves and everything. And then they told us, yeah, there's no football. This is going to be straight agility and conditioning, which to me that was that was the best thing I could hear because it's like, oh, sweet, because, you know, in basketball you're used to it. You know, you're used to running down and back back and forth. So I'm like, oh, okay, so let's go, let's go ahead and knock this thing out. So – it was about 45 minutes to an hour. And then after they told us, they were like, you know what, we're going we're gonna to let you guys know. We'll give you a call, you know, and let you know if you made it. So I'm like, cool. So I, I walked to my car. And so as I walked to my car, uh, John Clark, who was our personnel guy at the time, he, he told me, he was like, look, like we're, we really want to have you, but your schedule kills you. And I was like, what do you mean by that? And he was like, well, the time that I have class is the time they have, you know, spring ball. So I was like, ooh, so what does that mean for me? Does that mean I don't make it? He's like, no, 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 you don't make it. That just means you got to wait until the summer. Now, in my mind, I'm like, okay, these dudes haven't even started spring ball. They're still out here recruiting. They're going to forget about a little dude who never played football before. Like, they're, they're, they're obviously going to forget. So, sure enough, March goes by, nothing. April goes by, nothing. May, nothing. 
June, I'll never forget the day, June 21st, I got I got a call. I, I had just left the gym. John Clark called me, and he was like, hey, you, you ready to go? And I was like, oh, just not, yeah. All right. Yeah, okay, let's, let's, let's go. Let's, let's right. do it. So, right. so I went I went down to the facilities, um, you know, and, you know, met, met all the people, you know, did all the testing, all that. And next thing I know, I was on the squad. So. All right. Now, I'm going to stop you there because I want to fast forward to when you graduate. You go to the Rams, right? A social and graphic design specialist oversaw their TikTok content. That's good because the Rams won a Super Bowl. But now you're into this, Clifford, the walk-on gang. How did this start? And for somebody who doesn't know what this is, uh, explain what you're trying to accomplish with this. Yeah, so walk-on is like two things in one. It's a lifestyle and it's a family. So basically, um, I've been calling my social media followers predominantly on TikTok, the walk-on gang, since I started making videos. And then... Um, just turned it just turned into something completely different because I remember just doing some like little research on like NIL and asking some of my friends like yo how has NIL you know been for you know for you guys and they're like yeah it's been pretty good like I think the Gators are fortunate to have things like the Gator Collective but then I was talking to other guys at like other schools and they're like eh, really really didn't do much and so I looked at this as a way to like not only be a like not only to be a merch line for you know my supporters but also a merch line for these walk on athletes. So you know I I had a few guys that you know reposted the announcement that I made last Friday, and so I sent you know all of them you know some some walk on gang merch. And what I'm hoping to do with this, you know, not only through their content but mine as well, is to kind of like boost their boost not only boost their personality brands but boost you know their engagement rates. And so basically company companies will be able to reach out to them and be like, hey, we saw your you know, walk-on gang. Like, we want to do business with you. And then the long-term goal is to build an ambassador program, you know, for these guys where each player will get their codes and every time they're used, they can get, you know, share the NIL pie. So that's, that's, that's really what it, what it all comes down to. And you got a couple of Gators uh, that are walk-ons with you, right? Yeah, yeah. My guy, uh, one of my best friends, uh, Jack Anders, and then uh, – you know, Adam Mahalik, I think that's how you say his last name. Forgive me if, it, if it's not right. But, yeah, so, like, those those guys are on board. Um, my old teammate, Dennis Gross, is on board. So, yeah, we're getting a lot of guys, you know, on the wave now. And you, you're working with the NBA now? Yes, sir, yeah. Well, you, you're doing a lot, dude. That's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been, it's, been a, it's been a whole lot, man. Last question. Um, you have worked for a pro organization, obviously, with the Rams and now with the NBA. But, you know, I can just tell your heart – is in college athletics too. When do you think? I mean, most people think NIL is going to be okay if it gets tweaked. What do you think the long term effect is? This isn't going to go away, is it? Right, right, man. Um, it, it's one of those things where I, you know, the NCAA they swore up and down like they're not going to, you know, invade, but they they might have to. Like some of these guys are getting paid like you know nine million, eleven million, whatever, like whatever the case is. I'm sure they're going to crack down on it at some point. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they started cracking down after, like, the new NCAA video game drops next year. Like, I feel like they would be the, the type to do something like that. But, yeah, they, they definitely got to crack it down. I, I guess make it not equal, but equal for everyone, you know? Yep. Uh, last thing, Clifford, where can, if people have, uh, want more information about Walk-On Gang, what can they do? They can go to walkongang.com or follow the Walk On Gang Instagram. I drop a lot of content on there. And if they want to get hoodies, shirts, we're actually dropping a new batch, not this weekend, but the following weekend. So we'll be dropping stuff, you know, a, a whole bunch, new colors, like white, purple, pink, all that good stuff. So, yeah, walkongang.com. 
Wish you luck with this, Clifford. Thanks for t- telling Gator Nation about it. Absolutely. Go Gators. You got it. Thank you. Clifford Taylor uh, with Walk On Gang. How about his story about being a walk on? Huh? That's, that's pretty cool. 1229 time check brought to you by Hayes Shillowy. We'll open the phone lines for you next. ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Who can you trust with your automobile these days? Hey, it's Steve Russell. As you drive around town, you'll see a lot of auto repair shop chain stores. Every time you go in there, there's a new person behind the counter with the same old song and dance, presenting you with a long list of expensive repairs. If you're tired of that type of treatment, do what I and thousands of families have done since 1975. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. Dave Mays Automotive is family-owned and operated, and you can tell because they treat their customers like family. No long list of surprises. In fact, their famous bug checks designed to prevent surprises. They do it all. They'll take care of your entire vehicle. Dave Mays Automotive is located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind Sunny's on Waldo Road. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. They'll get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive. We get the bugs. All of them bugs. Did you know the brain develops until you're 25? That means any drugs or alcohol you put into your body affect the way your brain develops. You need your brain for everything you do. Each time teens use drugs or alcohol increases the risk of damage to their brain and body, even death. You have the power to protect your brain. Use the facts about drugs and alcohol to make your future the best it can be. Check out thefactsyourfuture.org. Your future depends on it. The following is a commercial announcement. There's nothing like hearing the songs you love on local radio with no subscriptions and no monthly fees. But there's a new bill in Congress that could stop the music. If passed, this bill would tax your local radio station simply to play the music you love. Text LOCAL to 52886 and ask Congress to support local radio stations. Help us keep you connected to the music, local news, weather, and traffic that you need each day. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Thanks, everyone, for baking your way here on this toasty morning. Are you all ready to jam? Excellent. Before we get rolling, let's start by hashing out everything bagel we'll be discussing. Profit margins are okay, but they could maybe be butter. Sorry, I don't mean to waffle. Next quarter, it's all or muffin. Did you have a question, sausage patty? Um, my name's Patricia. When you can't take your mind off breakfast, it matters where you stay. Delicious breakfast available at our Hilton family of brands. Hilton, for the stay. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Skies turning mostly cloudy today with high temperatures near 90. Thunderstorms becoming numerous by the late afternoon, and they'll generally push from west to east across our area. As was the case yesterday, locally heavy rain rates will be possible. Tonight, skies clearing, lows in the mid-70s. Tomorrow, sunny with highs in the mid-90s. Isolated thunderstorms moving from east to west. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. And now... Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. <laughs> Crazy things happen when you go to the Jets. Look at the Jets' situation right now with their quarterbacking situation. Zach Wilson, come on down. 
You know, they wanted him to be mature. So maybe he's just hanging around some mature people there. Now I know why I went to BYU, the mascot. The cougar? There you go. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM, and 8.50 AM, WRUF. All right, we will open the phone lines for you, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Tomorrow, we will have a Gator Track guest as part of our uh, agreement, cooperation with Gator Collective. Our uh, relationship with them is very good. Uh, Mark Wise is going to be here, I think, on Thursday. Mark promised... When we were doing our basketball show, he would come back in the summer and talk about officiating, how to fix it. He'll be here to discuss that on Thursday. Uh, let's get some calls. Byron's first. Byron, hello. <laughs> Steve, uh, you know I like to joke. I hope you laugh off of this, but uh, I, I love New York teams just to kind of from afar. And uh, I was talking about the Brooklyn Nets, which I'll get into in a minute, but uh I, I hope I got my feet and everything crossed, so I'm going to just say this just and jokingly. Your Mets are doing great from what I can tell, and good luck. I'd love to see them playing the Braves or somebody I like, uh, or the Marlins, but good luck to you. And uh, Pete Alonzo in that home run derby, man. Steve, you know, I went to the games back in the days. I think my Jeff was one of my favorite Cardinals, and uh, Brad Wilkerson, I remember, just for some reason, from Kentucky, and he just seemed like he can do everything, but I, he, I never would have thought he'd be the, the guy doing it. All. It, it. I'm trying to remember him when I did see him. And I just never said Pete was going to be this, but he's good, good job and hats off to him. Secondly, Steve, uh, I, I, I'm stealing this from other podcasts and things, but where is Notre Dame going going to be a big question. And I don't know if that's at the SEC things, but, man, if they join the SEC, Steve, uh, you know, I, it just might as well be kind of like the NFC, AFC in the football pro because everybody else in the SEC is all I can see. But that's just my two cents. And on the Brooklyn thing, Steve, I think the transfer portal is good for college in a sense because I did transfer, you know, and the playing time and sometime I was homesick. But uh, KD and Kyrie Irving, I think they're becoming a cancer, Steve. And when you keep moving from team to team to team, it just seemed like you're chasing the ring, and I don't know if everybody wants to play with somebody that that's all you're trying to do. That's just me, Steve. I want a real teammate that love the team in the game. Thank you. Go Gators. All right, Myron, thank you. See, Myron, you're old school. Those days are gone. The NBA, I think, among all the leagues, is, has always been more of a player's league, but it's free agency. You, you, a player is going to go – for two things. One, a championship, or two, money. That, that, that's what you do. I mean, some, some guys will take money and sign a four-year contract and know they're probably going to go to a sucky team. They're going to make money. Once they make their money, you can take less money and go play for a championship. That, that, that's, there's, there's, there's a cycle to that in a lot of cases. Mike, hello. Hey, Steve, how you doing? Good. 
Uh, SEC media days. I think what's going to happen is commissioner is going to say, once Oklahoma and Texas come into the league, they're going to do away with the East and West divisions. They're going to go to the three six six scheduling model. In other words, you'll have three common opponents every year, and you'll play six teams the first year. You'll play the next six teams the next year. And over a four-year period, you'll play those 12 teams twice, both home and away. So, you know, I mean, it's getting a bit ridiculous where, like, Florida hadn't been to Auburn in, what, 10, 12 years. Now, when they go to a three six six module, you're guaranteed to go once every four years. What I think is going to happen, uh, and again, I have no knowledge this is, but I think they're going to announce next week an early exit for Oklahoma and Texas. That's what I think. That I, if, if there is an announcement that's going to be made about the future I don't know, Mike, if they're ready to announce the scheduling now. I will say this. If there is going to be an early exit, then, depending on when that exit is, well, then maybe you you can say, okay, we know they're going to be in the league in 2023, so here is the model. That's possible. And on uh, the raise, what's up with Mike Zanino? I noticed about Six weeks ago, he was on the 10-day DL, and he still hadn't come off. Do you have any information what's going on with him? He's just been hurt. Uh, I don't know specifically uh, what his issue is, but he's just had a lot of injuries this year, and he's been out a while. All righty. Thanks a lot, Steve. Okay, Mike, thank you. 392-8255, because I think the – and again, correct me if I'm wrong. I think the original – diagnosis of his injury was he was going to be out a few days and it was a lot I think it was his shoulder that was hurt and a lot worse than what they originally thought um so um and remember he was hitting 148 before going on the injured list so uh, there you are all right let's get some calls 3928255 what do you think do you well? First of all, do you think there'll be any major announcements at SEC football media days? I don't think the league is going to expand. Like I said, I think they're going to do one of two things: either what I just said, early exit for Oklahoma and Texas, and to Mike's point, if that does happen, could there be? Hey, we're starting in twenty twenty three. We're going to go to here, and here's going to be the teams. Possible. Uh, Williams says for the playoffs, unless your name is Mike Martin or maybe, unfortunately, Mary Wise, if you get to the dance enough times, you most likely win at some point. The question really becomes relative. How long is not very often? If it's once every five years, I'm taking the title. If it's once every 50, I'll take the consistent route instead. Yeah, that's true. Uh, BB says, um, he says the announcement will be that fans get NIL money. He's kidding. Um, also, um, he says uh, top three NFL quarterbacks. I mentioned that. Who would? Because ESPN's been doing that every day positionally. Who would you say are the top three right now? He says Mahomes, Burrow, and Allen. No Aaron Rodgers in that. Uh, most overrated quarterback. I also threw that out too. Jalen Hurts. He says. 
Uh, and he says, I happened to hear on Chuck Oliver that Coach Kelly is letting his LSU assistant coaches do interviews on radio shows. What's Coach Napier's position? One word. No. I asked that. Uh, when, when Billy was here in studio, I said to him, hey, is there a chance of getting your assistance? And he, he kind of went, eh. and apparently it's not going to happen. Now, one thing I'm still aiming for, and I'm a realist, okay? It'll take a little while to explain, but humor me. We are the flagship station of the Gator Network, okay? That, in five cents, doesn't buy you a popsicle anymore. It doesn't really mean a whole lot, okay? We don't really get anything or much of anything extra. But what I've always wanted to do was have the defensive coordinator and offensive coordinator come on here once a week and talk about the opponent and what they see. And kind of in an NIL bent, okay, make it worth their while. Not from my pocket, of course, but make it worth their while anyway. Um, and I'm still, we're still working on that. Um, and I'm hoping we can get Billy here you know, more often than we got Dan Mullen. Uh, Dan was here a few times, but not very often. Um, so anyway, that's a long answer to a short question, but there you are. Um, Bill emails. Um, a good question here. He says, Steve, yesterday you said that you thought Kentucky was the most important game on Florida's schedule. Wouldn't it always be Georgia? No, not always. Look, I think a lot of times when fans look at schedules, they miss an important factor. Where is the game being played, right? When Florida was really good, national championship good, it really didn't matter sometimes where you played the game. You could, you could go, to, go to LSU, I'm going to win. They're going to go to Tennessee, going to win. Okay, Florida isn't there yet under Napier. So you got to protect this house. And that's why Kentucky and Utah to a point, but it's not a league game. I don't think, I think the line on the game will be very tight in game one because it's here. Even though Utah is a top 10, 15 team, I think it's going to be a very tight line. I'm not even sure what it is now. Is it a toss-up now? Yeah, and that makes sense to me because I think betters have a lot of respect for playing here. But let's say you lose that against a team that on paper is better than you. Okay? Well, now you open the league slate with a good Kentucky team that is going to be ranked in some polls. Now you lose that. You're 0-2, and you're 0-1 in the league with a home loss. That's why I think the Kentucky game, you can't assume you're going to beat Tennessee on the road. Can you assume that? I don't think you can. So that's why you've got to take care of the SEC games at home. Go to Georgia, fine. You're, I mean, or, you know, you're a neutral place. You, you go play them. 
But man, it ain't gonna make it ain't gonna matter. It, that that game's not gonna matter in the sense of big picture if you don't take care of business earlier than that. Twelve forty four time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Shaley Klein. The Tampa Bay Rays take on the Boston Red Sox tonight in the second of a four-game series. Corey Kluber is expected to start on the mound for the Rays, while Chris Sale is expected to make his season debut for the Red Sox. Sale has been sidelined this season due to a right rib stress fracture. Tune in at 6.30 for the start of game coverage. The non-conference schedule for the Florida Gators men's basketball team was released this morning. The Gators host Stony Brook November 7th for their season opener. SEC Media Days begin Monday, and the Gators will be represented by head coach Billy Napier, quarterback Anthony Richardson, offensive lineman Richard Garage, and linebacker Ventral Miller. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Shaley Klein. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Everybody's friendly. You know, you walk into some places and you can tell who's having a bad day. Not here. It's like everybody's having a good day. Every day. Expect the unexpected. I thought I had the worst dental problems that anyone could have. Not so. Uh, once it, once we got into the procedures and, and he explained everything that was going to be done, my problems seemed few. If you have any type of hang-ups, fears, anxiety about going to the dentist, which most people probably do, I can assure you, especially from my experience, that they'll relax you enough to where you don't have those fears or anxieties. And that's been the greatest part of, of being here, and that's why I continue to stay here. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Polaris of Gainesville invites you into their world, the world of off-road. And it's waiting to be explored in a Polaris off-road vehicle. So gear up and make every moment count with a Polaris off-road vehicle from Polaris of Gainesville. So make the most of the outdoors. Explore your world the Polaris way. But wait, it gets better. Visit Polaris of Gainesville and explore the 2022 Polaris off-road vehicle lineup during our spring sales event. Polaris of Gainesville is looking to buy your used power sports vehicle right now. If you have a boat, ATV, side-by-side, -side, jet ski, or motorcycle of any maker model, we're paying top dollar right now. Turn that dust collector into fast cash. Now at Polaris of Gainesville on Highway 441 between Gainesville and Alachua. Polaris of Gainesville is also hiring. Apply in person. Visit PolarisofGainesville.com. Always wear a helmet, never drink and ride. I'm Listening reminds you that talk saves lives, and 988 makes it even easier to reach out and talk. 988 is just like 911 for emergency services. 988 connects you with trained counselors in over 200 crisis centers nationwide. Find out more at imlistening.org. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF. 
All right, it's going to be us for the rest of the day. You know, I, I once had an email that said, uh, what's the your favorite part of the job uh, in doing this? Twofold. Doing interviews. I love doing interviews. It, I learn a lot doing interviews. And I like, most of the time, calls from you. 99% of the time. Every once in a while, you know. But look, we're in that time now where, you know, it gets a little slow. Let me ask this, and I hope we'll get some discussion of this. Several people, including Saturday Down South's Matt Hayes, has reported in talking to an SEC source that the league, the SEC, will at least for now stay at 16 teams. I believe that. What's the date today? July 12th, I believe that. Tomorrow, I might not. But I do today. And there's two things here about the big bad SEC that I think fans need to understand. This league, its commissioner, takes great pride in being the best conference. Great pride. Almost to the point of arrogance. We're better than you, and we're always going to be better than you. It's also very obvious to me that the Power Five and the alliances, they're shattered. It, it is dog-eat-dog, everybody for themselves. I really believe this, too. If Notre Dame tomorrow became, became they said to the SEC, we want in. I'm going to ask this question of you. I'll, ask, I'll start with you, Alex. If tomorrow morning Notre Dame calls Greg Sankey and says, hey, Greg, what's up? We want in. Would the SEC say yes or would the SEC say no? And tell me why you think that. Because I do believe today, today, the SEC wants to stay at 16 teams. But can you really not take Notre Dame? I think the SEC would say yes. I do. Because now you'd have to add another team, right? And that, so now, in other words, if SEC, here's my scenario. We don't, I mean, if, if the reports are true, Phil Knight has been cold calling people. Hello, you know, I'm out here in Oregon. Would you take us? Okay, thank you, goodbye. Hello, uh, would you take us? I mean, that's what he's been doing, okay? A lot, a lot of time for a guy in his shoes with all that money making cold calls. But if you believe that, right, well, then if the SEC says yes to Notre Dame, does the SEC then pick up the phone and go, hello, Clemson? Notre Dame's coming in. How about you? We'll have 18 teams, a nice super conference, and we're done. So do you think that scenario, would, would the SEC... If Notre Dame called and said, 
we want in. Would the SEC take them? I say yes. What say you? 3928255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Uh, uh, Jacob emails. This is not about this topic, but he has another one. Um, he says, Steve, uh, 50-something days until Gator football season. Can't wait. He said, I, I just, I'm getting more and more confident about this team. I think it's going to be a lot better than what the experts think. Do you share my thought? <sighs> I kind of do. Yes. You know, it's funny to me. If I said to you right now, what's the strength of this football team? How, what would you say to me? Alex just said it. He said offensive line. A much maligned group in the past, but because you got some transfers and guys like Garage and, you know, that have been here for like 75 years, that's a pretty good group. And unless Napier changes his spots, I think he's a little more – I mean, he, he's not pass-happy. He, he wants to run the football, okay? So that's going to be, this, I think, the strength of this team. And I do think if you can control the football, if you think your defense is a bit suspect, you keep the other offense off the field. So – and look, we all know historically – what happened in 1990. I'm not suggesting that's going to happen again. But I would not be shocked if Florida beat Utah. I would not. I wouldn't be shocked the other way around either. I think Utah's good. But they got to come cross-country. And I'm not, I don't know the answer to this. I've not looked at their schedule, who they've played. Have they played in a place like this? You know, with the crowd and heat, even though it's a night game, you know, in September? Come on. It should be sticky and hot. So, you don't know. Peyton says, which SEC school would do better? Arkansas moving to the Big 12 as it currently stands, or Kentucky moving to the Big 10? Neither. That ain't happening, Peyton. As for the SEC expansion, I feel Virginia Tech fits the SEC culture better than Virginia. Why? 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 I'm interested in the answer to that. Why would Virginia Tech fit the culture better than Virginia? Uh, and if Notre Dame joined the West, then Virginia Tech could join the East. Okay. But I don't know that Virginia Tech would fit the culture better than Virginia. Uh, kind of odd. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, Peyton, I don't think that would be the case, but... I guess, figure it out. Uh, Ryan emails. Oh, boy. He says, big Braves fan, you got us last night. Um, who is more active at the trade deadline? Oh, the Mets. I think the Mets are going to be really active at the trade deadline. And because they have an owner now that's willing to spend some money. So I not that the Braves won't look to do something. I'm not saying that. 
I just think, you know, if you look at uh, some of the websites and it looks like, um, you know, there, there's there's comment. Um, a lot of the players that are looked at, they're linked to the Mets. A ton of them are linked to the Mets. Rob Gronkowski. Many think he's going to unretire. He says, quote, he's not planning a return. Well, I'm not planning to wear shorts to work tomorrow, but I might. So now he says, quote, I'm done with football. And if he came back, he would certainly not be the first to retire and then and then come back. I mean, Brady did that. Uh, but now, when he asked uh, about his agent saying it might be hard for Gronk to turn down Brady if he asked him to come back, he says that won't happen. Even if Brady asks, he says he's done with football. He's 33. And look, that's not old today, you know, 33. I mean, you could get a couple of more years of productivity, I think. But again, what's he gonna what's he gonna do? He's got Super Bowl rings, he's he has commercial endorsements. He's not crazy like Brady. You don't think he wants to play till he's you no know, ninety two. Um, so good for him. All right. This next hour is gonna be long. Really long. There is some afternoon baseball today, but only one game. White Sox and Cleveland. Everything else is tonight. Um, And I'm looking to see, and i got to make sure, Alex Fieda was sent down to the minor leagues. He got sent sent back to Toledo. Um, And I don't know if any Gator pitchers are throwing today or not, but I will check on that for you as we hit hour two. You are listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. I'm Steve Russell, back for Hour 2. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. If you suffer from joint pain from arthritis or an injury, you know the traditional treatments, pain meds and steroids, and then surgery, right? Now there's a better way. And it's here now from the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. This is an advanced, exciting, and natural alternative that can give you lasting relief using your body's own healing power. Listen, steroid shots are toxic to your joints. Pain meds are addictive, and nobody wants to go under the knife. It's 2022, and those old ways are out. And the new ways are in. Regenerative medicine can restore and repair damaged joint tissue using the natural biologics. No drugs, no downtime, no surgery. QC Kinetics Regenerative Protocols can address any pain in any joint and give you the quality of life you deserve. 
Now with offices in Ocala and the Villages. 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Daughtry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, as well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate. And remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall. We do them all. Are you getting the internet speed you need? The state of Florida has launched an anonymous statewide study of broadband speeds with a free internet speed test. The results of the study will help guide investments to improve broadband speeds around our state. To take the test and measure your connection speed, visit FasterFlorida.org. That's FasterFlorida.org to take the state's official internet speed test. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports, have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Tuesday. Alex producing the show. We hope we'll get some phone calls, talk a little sports. That's why This is why I take vacation. This, this very day. Because... Uh, Tough. 3928255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Let me give you, however, give you ample time to set your clocks for when I'm sure you want to watch coverage of the Open at St. Andrews. Tea times. Remember, it's in Scotland. Okay? If you want to watch Phil Mickelson, 2.30 a.m. Yeah, 2.30 a.m. Let's see. Bryson DeChambeau, 2.52. Brooks Kepka, a little after 3. Billy Horschel is in the field. He tees off at the crisp time, Eastern time, 3.36 in the morning. Yeah. Also in this event... You want to see Roy McElroy? He's at 4.58 a.m. You want to see Will Zalatoris, Hideki Matsuyama, Tony Finau? They're at 5.20 a.m. How about the old Gator, Mark Kalkovecchia? He's in this tournament. He tees off at 6.36 a.m. And Sam Horsfield tees off at 7.20 a.m. The last group, Tiger Woods, is not teeing off till 10 a.m. Eastern time. Jordan Spieth, John Rahm just after that. The last group goes out at uh, 11.16 a.m. Eastern time. In the second round, Mark Kalkovecchia gets to open things up at 1.35 in the morning Eastern time. So, Set those alarms, baby. So uh, it's there for you to watch. Uh, all right. I've thrown a lot of things out today, and it, it, it's a spaghetti day. You know what a spaghetti day is? You throw it against the ceiling and hope it sticks because there just ain't jack going on. There's not. Um, and I'm just being honest. That's how I always am. So now, 3928255. Email srussell at wruf.com. Robert says, I assume not all college players are receiving NIL money. 
Do you have any idea of the approximate percentage? I don't. Do you know how many Gator players are? Uh, I don't know that either. I, 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 don't, I don't know if that's public knowledge. Um, but I know it's it would probably more than you think because I know a lot of the Gator gymnasts have NIL deals, for example, Robert. So there's more than you think. Roger says he's lived in Blacksburg for six years, Gainesville 30 years prior to that. He says your emailer is correct. VT is a much better fit for the SEC than Virginia. Uh, he's seen both. Regarding walk-ons, all I can say is, wow, when I walked on in 85, we had about 120 guys for the first meeting. Rich Tootin, who was the strength coach then, cut that to 60 simply with a scary speech about how tough it would be. After the first workout, we were down to 30. Twelve of us ultimately made it to practice with the team in the spring of 86. Yeah, those were the days, Roger. Bradley says, if Notre Dame joins the SEC, would you put Miami or Florida State in there with them? It depends. How many teams? If you're talking 18 teams and they and Notre Dame were the 17th, no. I'd fish for Clemson. If you're going to go 20, then that scenario could play out. I mean, there's some talk that Florida will try to block Florida State and or Miami. Why? Why? I mean, you play Florida State every year, so why would you do that? But no, Bradley, I, uh, I don't. I don't think they'd be. I, again, what do I know? Notre Dame is the linchpin of all of this. If if it's if we're playing dominoes here, that's the top domino, and the rest falls to Notre Dame. Uh, let's see here. Tom, emails at least. Tom says. Uh, believe it or not, Steve, I'll bite on the NFL quarterback situation. I think Aaron Rodgers is the most overrated quarterback in the NFL. Good numbers, but when it really comes down to crunch time, what does he do? So he's out of my top three. Uh, give me Mahomes, give me Allen, and give me Tom Brady. Okay? I mean, now, again, are are you doing Brady because of his history? Are you doing Brady because he's, you know, one of the top three right now? And I, and if you wanted to do that, you know, you could you could do it that way. But you know, Aaron Rodgers puts up ridiculous numbers. It's going to be interesting to see what he does this year without his favorite receiver in Devontae Adams. Uh. Don, <laughs> I've got a good question here. He says, what is the win total that you think most Gator fans would be happy with in Napier's first year? Eight. Eight. First of all, only he could tell you this, or his assistants could tell you this, how bare is the cupboard or was the cupboard here when he took over? If, if I said to you, what's Florida's weakest position? Wide receiver, maybe? I mean, is there a stud 
there at this point? No. Defensive front, I think a lot of people think Gervon Dexter is going to be the next big thing. Um, and certainly Ventrell Miller coming back helps that linebacker group out. But anyway, Notre Dame, by the way, uh, they just this is this is how things work in baseball. Notre Dame's coach, who was an FSU guy, he went back to FSU. Notre Dame hired Virginia Tech's coach, and Virginia Tech was going to be the team that Florida was going to play had they won their regional and Florida had won its regional. That would have been in Blacksburg. Um, so the wheels turn. Bill, I'm glad I have emails. Um, does Tiger Woods have a chance to win the British? No. No. I mean, a, a chance, yes. And you know what? Any tournament, any major tournament is better if Tiger Woods is in contention. There is no question. Ratings go up. Interest goes up if Tiger Woods' name is high on the leaderboard. I respect him. I mean, look, he's one of those guys. Maybe this is a good question or a good thing to throw out someday. You know, I always tell you, get top three, top four. Give me the, the top three or four athletes that have sort of risen from the ashes. Remember what Tiger Woods went through and what he did off the golf course? I mean, he was reviled for what he did. He's recovered from that. Certainly Muhammad Ali, right? I mean, dodged the draft, blah, 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 right? And now he, you know, when he, at the end of his life, he was an American icon, okay? He probably is number one in that. But Tiger is similar to that. He, you know, all that stuff he did before is forgotten now. He's the, an elder statesman of the game, and a lot of people are just rooting for him to win or at least be competitive. I mean, you, you want to see Tiger Woods competitive. That's what you, you don't want to see him limping off the course like he did at the U.S. Open. That's, that, that's, you, you don't want to see that. And I must tell you, I was surprised Tiger Woods played there. I mean, I, there's, I'm all for gutting it out. But the way, you know, his level, his, um, what's the word I want to use? His threshold for success, I mean, he had to know he wasn't going to be competitive there. He had to know that. And that that's hard, I think, for a guy like him when you're so good. That's why when you retire and when to know when to retire, I mean, Tom Brady is, you know, 97 years old, but he's still good. He's still a better-than-average quarterback. So, you know, who's, who's to say he won't play till he's 50? Don't know. Uh, all right, now, I have two emails left, and I got 50 minutes. That's not a good ratio. So if I'm not bringing up something you'd like to discuss – <clears throat> Please do. Marcus says, it's summer, nothing to talk about. 
I did notice the Gator basketball non-conference schedule dropped. Yet we mentioned that earlier. Looks loaded. Had a chance to look at it. Yes. What are your initial thoughts? Love the schedule. But here's the thing. It's funny. I went online today. I was on Twitter. And Georgia had posted a video of Mike White. They mic'd him up during practice. What were some of the knocks on Mike White? The schedule was too hard, right? Well, this schedule is very, very challenging, Marcus. So fans don't care. Oh, it's a challenging schedule. They don't, if Florida finished, I don't know, 16-13, and 13, and they played a great schedule, but didn't make the NCAA tournament, would anybody call and say, wow, they really played a great schedule? No. So, I mean, they're, yes, it's, it's loaded. Uh, games in November don't have a massive impact. Such a tough opening schedule, is there a risk of unrequited negative fan perception if we're hovering around 500 at the end of non-conference? Um, no. I don't think so, Marcus, because you still have the conference to look forward to, and I think you'd look and say, the other thing is, who are those losses to? Who do you beat? Who do you lose to? How are you play? If you're competitive in those games, you'd think you'd be competitive in the SEC. But great question. All right, let's get to Chris. Chris, hello. Steve, long time no see. How's it going? Good. Hey, uh, quick, quick thing here last night. I watched the Mets game last night with the Braves. Do you think there's any hopes for my Braves? Of course. I mean, you're two and a half out, and you just made up a ten-and-a-half game deficit and cut it to a game and a half. Sure. What do you see out of that series that might happen in the long run? And, you know, with the trade deadline coming up, what do you see? uh, Do the Mets go after or the Braves go after to go for the home stretch? Well, I think the Mets and Braves, if I'm not mistaken, play 14 more times now over the course of the season, okay? Um, Now, the Mets have – I think they split four in New York – and they won in Atlanta last night, so they you know, have a 3-2 series advantage. But I think this comes down to the wire. I don't know Atlanta's roster well enough <clears throat> to say who they go after, but I think every contender is going to look to see, you know, can we tweak our roster? If the Mets don't have – now, DeGrom is scheduled to come back in a couple of weeks. If he comes back – then I think you only go after one starting pitcher. If he doesn't come back, well, then you maybe go after Castillo of the Reds or Frankie Montes of the A's or somebody like that. Um, But we'll see. But, I mean, the Braves, I think, had a little hangover, you know, from winning the series, got used to playing without Freddie Freeman, although Olsen's been fantastic for them. Um, But this is going to – I think it's going to come right down to the wire with those two. I'd love to see him go out and get a closer, a good, a good strong closer, because I think their bullpen at this point right now is not as strong as it, it was last the year. The Braves? Yes. You have Kenley Jansen, who's got 20 saves. That's a pretty good closer. Yeah, definitely, though, but I think one, one, one more good one would help us out in the long run. Yeah, but you don't usually have two closers. Like the Mets have Edwin Diaz. Now... 
could you could you get a setup guy? Could you get some bullpen depth if that's where you're lacking? Yeah, but I mean, you, you if you have a closer, Chris, in my opinion, that's your dog. That that here ninth inning. Here's the baseball, and I think they got exactly. Kenley Jansen's been really. He's got 20 saves. I mean, that 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 speaks loudly. Definitely, Steve. Hey, always good talking to you. Take okay. care. Have a good evening. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate your call. I mean, yeah, he's done. I mean, Diaz <clears throat> did his thing yesterday, but yeah, he's J- Jansen's done well. One sixteen time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Shaley Klein. The Tampa Bay Rays take on the Boston Red Sox tonight in the second of a four-game series. Corey Kluber is expected to start on the mound for the Rays, while Chris Sale is expected to make his season debut for the Red Sox. Tune in at 6.30 for the start of game coverage. The non-conference schedule for the Florida Gators men's basketball team was released this morning. The Gators host Stony Brook November 7th for their season opener. The SEC announced today that the Gators will be represented by Billy Napier, quarterback Anthony Richardson, offensive lineman Richard Garage, and linebacker Ventral Miller at the SEC Media Days next week. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Shaley Klein. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hey, it's Steve Russell telling you about my friends at Dick Mondell's. Burgers and fries where better ingredients make better meals. You love the great food like the classic burger, their great salads, and their 100% all-natural chicken burger. And now back in season, the Key Lime Milkshake to add to their already great flavors. And don't forget, Dick Mondell's looking for new team members, looking for competitive pay, flexible hours, and paid vacations for serious service-oriented workers. Come build the freshest burgers in town by contacting jobs at dickmondells.com. Belonging isn't just about fitting in, it's about feeling at home. That's why at Radiant Credit Union, belonging means more than just getting great financial services. It's the warm smiles when you walk into a branch, the care we take when decisions affect your life, and the love we have for this community, (laughs) even if we do cheer a bit too loud at Little League games. At Radiant Credit Union, you belong. Learn more about Radiant Credit Union's free checking accounts with cash back on everyday purchases at RadiantCU.org, federally insured by NCUA. Callaway's Chrome Soft isn't just better for the better players, it's better for everyone. Starting with our best-selling regular Chrome Soft, golfers get better feel, more distance, and incredible forgiveness. For better players looking for workability, Chrome Soft X gives you excellent spin consistency and tour-level greenside control. And finally, Chrome Soft XLS delivers lower spin on longer shots, firmer feel, yet high spin around the greens. Learn more, find your golf ball today at CallawayGolf.com slash Chrome Soft. And now a message from Discover about customer service and common sense. When you have credit card questions, it's nice to have them answered by a real live person. You know, a human being who's actually understanding your issues and works to resolve them. Someone with a knack for helping others and has a pulse. In other words, what you don't need is a robot. And that's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. It's live customer service discover exceptionally common sense baseball basketball soccer tennis no matter what your game is defense matters 
Same thing goes for COVID-19. Help protect yourself with a booster shot. Now recommended for people five years and older. Schedule an appointment as soon as you are eligible following completion of your primary series. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. You know, I'm not a big recruit, Nick, but I follow it enough. You know, one of the reasons why I think Notre Dame is such a polarizing school when it comes to football is because they have the you know their own television deal and all of that. But, you know, when the conference snobs talk about being in a league and, you know, how important that is, it is. But Notre Dame, under Chip Kelly had done a really nice job. And you look at what they've done now, ESPN has them with the number one ranked recruiting class. Or Brian, I say Chip, Brian Kelly. Um, so now, when you look at Notre Dame, they have, according to ESPN, the number one recruiting class. And here's why being in a conference doesn't necessarily mean a lot. Because... They have a linebacker in Bowen who's from Indiana. They have a defensive back in Peyton Bowen from Texas. Another one, Schuler, from New Jersey. They recruit nationally. Their brand still has credence. It does. And the new coach, Marcus Freeman, has done a nice job on the recruiting trail. Bring Mike to the show. Mike, hi. That's not what I called to talk about, but about Notre Dame, I tell you what irks me is they get so much press and they haven't won squat in 30 years. And every time they've had a chance in the big game, they get crushed. So, so to me, they're, they're just so overblown to get that much attention. And that's kind of what irritates me. Yeah, but they have, at least under Kelly, uh, they won 10 or more games in a lot of years. And, and if oh, yeah. the, and if the, uh, measuring stick mike is winning a championship no they didn't do that and yes when they got to uh, the playoff they did not do well but you know a lot of teams that are in that same boat that made it there too but they get there yeah but but yeah they got there but they get a cherry pick schedule every year it's not they've got two or three games that are tough and the rest of them aren't really tough but um the only thing i'm saying is to be uh, one of the elite programs you have had to win a national championship within the last 20 years. And that's how I judge somebody. Yeah, a long time ago they were great. But what I wanted to talk about, Steve, was I'm so happy for you and your Mets. <laughs> Being an Oriole fan, I know how tough it has been on you. So I'm just real happy for you. But I hope this holds out and they, they play the Yankees in the World Series. Well, the Orioles are playing a lot better, that's for sure. Yeah, my Orioles – uh, this is the first time I've been happy to, to listen to the game in many, many years. This guy, Ellis, who's their general manager, has done an excellent job. Uh, you know, they've, they've had unbelievable pitching considering what they've been the last few years. Uh, their uh, relief has been outstanding. Uh, 
they have eight walk-off wins this year, uh, second only to the Yankees, and they've got eight shutouts on the year. So um, it, it's nice to see them maybe have some light at the end of the tunnel. And they have what's considered the, the best farm system in baseball. They have the most loaded prospects. So, and they got the number one pick this year. So hopefully they can be like they used to be. Uh, it would be nice. Yep, and that's – I mean, it's – the Baltimore fans have – you know, that franchise has, you know, not been good lately, but it's history, obviously, you know, really good. You go back to, you know, Brooks and Frank Robinson and, you know, Boog Powell and those guys, Jim Palmer, uh, and then the Cal Ripken group, you know, that was good, Eddie Murray. So, I mean, they – you know, a, a lot of a lot of good baseball there. Well, you know, they had something will never happen again. They had four 20-game winners in the same year. 71. That's one thing. That's that's something that we'll never see again because of relief pitching. Um, but it's good to see because I think Baltimore, the history and everything, uh, and their fans are starting to turn out again because they at least have a, a halfway decent process. I think I've told you this before, Steve, but the reason I picked Baltimore was in about, oh, geez, I was about seven or eight years old. My brother older brother was a big yankee fan and i said well i'm going to pick the worst team in baseball and we're going to kick your butt for the next 10 years and baltimore or washington senators were the two worst time teams at the time like 1958 and then through the 60s the orioles uh, dominated the yankees but then it, it caught back up with them but um that's why i picked it because i wanted to go the exact opposite of what my brother wanted so all right mike thank you i appreciate Thanks, the buddy. call yep um, interesting, he talked about Notre Dame's schedule. Um, let's look at their schedule, shall we? Um, they play Ohio State, then Marshall, Cal, North Carolina, BYU, who's good, Stanford, uh, Clemson, Navy, Boston College, USC. That's a pretty good schedule. I mean, that's a pretty good schedule. I mean, that's not cherry-picked. If you're going to cherry-pick, you're going to play, you know, Wake Forest and you're going to play, uh, you know, Louisville or, you know, some. And, and, again, I'm not hating on those schools. Don't, don't, don't email me. But you get my point. They always play a competitive schedule. And I've mentioned this. And, look. I'm not a Notre Dame apologist. Growing up, I was Catholic. And I would, if I could have gone to Notre Dame, I'd have gone there in 10 minutes. Okay? Because back then, they were good. Okay? But money played into that. Couldn't afford it. Okay? I loved Penn State with Paterno because they were close to where I grew up. Well, couldn't afford it there either. It actually, and Syracuse... Was a great, had a great broadcasting school, still does. But it was cheaper for me to come here and get in-state tuition than it was to go up there. So I sucked it up for a year and paid out-of-state tuition and then got residency, and it was a lot cheaper. And so that's my, you know, my, my high school baseball coach played here, um, played for Coach Fuller, and uh, they don't even offer these things anymore. I got, and, and I was a who's who of, you know, whatever, but I couldn't get in here. And back then, they had contingency scholarships. And I got a contingency scholarship that got me in to Florida. 
Um, so Coach Fuller, uh, I, I've always been uh, grateful to him because, you know, he had enough faith in me to do that, um, and it worked out. 128, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Half hour left, still plenty of time for your calls, questions, comments. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN, 98.1 FM, and 850 AM, WRUF. All right, you're going to try to sell your home and or buy a new one. What's the number one mistake sellers make when selling their home? Well, the answer may be a bit surprising. I asked Scott Caldwell with your home sold guaranteed realty this important question, and he should know. He has nearly 20 years of experience, and he's seen it all. The buyer's market, the seller's market, the ups and downs, and even now the historically low inventory market. He says one of the biggest mistakes sellers make is not planning ahead. When you have the luxury of time to sell in this hot market, do your research, find out what your home is really worth. And if you need to buy another home, Scott's got off-market listings that never hit the MLS. Did you know almost 50% of sales are with off-market properties? Because Scott has over 8,000 buyers in his database, he has all the information you need to help you plan ahead and, most importantly, net you the most money. So, start planning ahead. Call Scott Caldwell today, 352-209-0000, or visit CaldwellHasTheBuyers.com. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. I first heard of Exceptional Dentistry through family. Our dentist had retired and we were looking for a new dentist and I valued everybody's input from the family. And so they said that it was professional, well done, friendly staff. Uh, they were just so impressed. I would like people to know about Exceptional Dentistry that you can trust them implicitly to do the best job ever. It's not your worry. Put the worry in their hands and then you'll have a great outcome. Let them do their thing. It's a great spot. We recommend them to everybody. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Pump it up this summer, literally. Underinflated tires can overheat and endanger lives. Whether you're driving across town or across Florida, make sure your tires are properly inflated, damage-free, and have adequate tread depth. The trip to your destination can be half the fun, so take your time and enjoy the ride. The Florida Highway Patrol reminds you to slow down and stay cool this summer. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. Visit flhsmv.gov for more information. A bit tight lately. That's why I love Kohl's. I went back to school shopping and got kids' clothes for under $6. Sneakers for less than 20 bucks. And an extra 20% off already great deals, like 25% off backpacks. And get this you can save more with a Kohl's card and earn Kohl's cash. Talk about more style and more savings. Select styles 20% off in July 24th. Some exclusions apply. See store Kohl's account for details. Kelly Blue Book is the one-stop shop for pricing, fixing, selling, and instant cash offering. 
Instant Cash Offer is exactly what it sounds like. An official offer to buy or trade your car. Just enter your VIN or license plate. Answer a few questions about your car's history and what kind of condition it's in. In minutes, you'll receive an offer to sell or trade your car that you can be sure is fair. Then choose a dealer to purchase your car and schedule a time to meet. For all of the it's, KBB.com. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Skies turning mostly cloudy today with high temperatures near 90. Thunderstorms becoming numerous by the late afternoon, and they'll generally push from west to east across our area. As was the case yesterday, locally heavy rain rates will be possible. Tonight, skies clearing, lows in the mid-70s. Tomorrow, sunny with highs in the mid-90s. Isolated thunderstorms moving from east to west. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams. And Max Kellerman. I'm a Buckeye fan. Mm -hmm. My mom and dad went to school there. Like, my mom's from Elyria, Ohio. I need to be on the field when Ohio State beats USC. Because right. I need to see Key's face. There will be new rivalries mm -hmm. that will be born from this. Yeah. It still is going to take a minute to get acclimated. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Coming up at 4, it's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. This is Gatorhead football coach Billy Napier. And you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. I got a strange email just now. Not strange, bad. Uh, just different. Um, gentleman's name is Bill. And it's funny that that Chicago bump played. Because he said, um, I used to listen to your oldie show quite a bit. Uh, will you ever do another one? And do you really own the records? Uh, I hope so to do another one someday. Uh, and, I mean, do I own 10,000 records? No, I don't. Uh, but I have a record collection, yes. Um, it's always been a hobby of mine e ever since I was a kid. Uh, I will bore you with a story. Um, my mom was a waitress who worked at a diner. And the diner had a jukebox. And as my mother tells the story, uh, because I had, my parents were divorced at a very young age, and sometimes I had to be at work, you know, with my mom while she was working. Well, the jukebox was there, and apparently I danced to the music. I was a little kid. Um, I remember the guy's name. His name was Pie Haley. I don't know why I remember that, but I do. He would stock the jukebox. He would come once every week or every two weeks and he would take, you know, the older, the, you know, put the newest, the newest hits in the jukebox and take the old ones out. And my mom mentioned to him one time about how much I liked music and little did I know, he gave 45s to my mom for me. And when I came here, I took those 45s to school and when I did the first oldie show I did when I was a student, I used those for Mr. Haley. 
out of that jukebox. Um, that's a true story. Um, and I probably still have, I don't know, 20 of them. You know, I've traded them and, you know, some, you know, over. But, I mean, just I remember like it was yesterday, so it's interesting. Um, okay, I bored you with that. Uh, Daryl says, if the SEC expands, you take Notre Dame just on name notoriety and also Clemson because, to me, they're like an SEC school in football. I think the Gators are a work in progress in football by year three. Napier will have SEC talent on this team to compete for championships. Here is, I think, what st- where the jury is still out. Okay? If the knock on Dan Mullen was that he either didn't recruit hard enough or well enough, that you know just developing the talent wasn't good enough, well, Billy Napier has a track record at Louisiana for developing talent. We don't know if it's going to be here yet. That's, that We don't know. And he's going to be in the same boat if the other schools keep getting five-star players and Florida doesn't. Now, what's the difference between a five-star and a four-star? Don't get me started. But you get the point, right? That's what a lot of fans look at in recruiting. Well, Notre Dame's got three five-stars. Florida has none. Okay, on paper, I get it. So that is where I think the next step is going to have to be for this program. Do you, st- do you start getting the really top-tier talent that Alabama and Georgia and Ohio State are getting now? And it's going to be even harder when Oklahoma and Texas come here. Look what Arch Manning has done for Texas. They're, I mean, their recruiting has been crazy. Since he, because he's a, he hadn't thrown one that gum pass in the SEC, but his name attracted a lot of recruits to join that party, right? Florida doesn't have that kind of player yet. They just don't. That's what's next. Glenn says, a couple of observations. Virginia Tech and Virginia's athletic programs are probably about equal. However, Tech's academics aren't in the same zip code as UVA. And as far as blocking FSU or Miami, I believe when the vote to admit Texas came in, Sankey told AM in no uncertain terms, don't rock the boat. Bingo. Bingo. If Greg Sankey wants FSU or Miami, Florida will go, okay. Okay. We'll vote for him. Because that he he's the dude. Okay? I agree with you totally, Glenn. Good observation made there. John says. I got to UF a little before you, was introduced to Coach Fuller as my PE coach for handball and tennis. He was the head basketball. I don't think he was the head basketball coach. He was an assistant, maybe, not the head coach, along with being an assistant football coach. Things have come a long way. Uh, He was the best, always enjoyed the classes, and him as an individual. And as an aside, when I got there in 1967, girls had to wear raincoats over their gym clothes on their way to PE classes. Wow. Uh, Every time I walk in the new stadium, I go by that orange chair and think of Coach Fuller very fondly. Yeah, you know, sometimes when I share with my students when I was in school here, 
they look at me like, God, you're an old dude. And I get it because I am an old dude. But things are just so changed. Like in the dorm here, these guys take for granted. We had visitation. You, you just, you couldn't, during the week, if you had a girl in your dorm, out by midnight. And the weekends, woohoo, two in the morning. But you had to get them out. Okay? I mean, that's how stuff changed. And I was here in the infancy, the real infancy of Florida women's sports. I dated a women's athlete and saw firsthand, you know, what they got hand-me-downs and where they had to practice. And, you know, though I'm telling you, like anything else, you take for granted what you have now, and sometimes you forget, you know, sacrifices that were made for by people, you know, before you. They, they didn't have a lot, and, you know, that what they did is empowering, and it was really good. Um, all right, let's get some calls here to end the show. Got about twenty minutes left. Three nine two eight two five five. And uh, you can email S. Russell at WRUF.com. Tomorrow, uh, as part of our working relationship with the Gator Collective, you're going to talk, you're going to hear from a Gator track athlete tomorrow. And if all goes right, Mark Wise here uh, on Thursday, as he promised, he would come back and talk about uh, how to fix uh, collegiate re- uh, officiating. And he should be joining us here on Thursday. Thursday. Uh, Jeff emails. Got a good question here. He says, um, Steve, I'm a big baseball fan. He puts in parentheses, really enjoy you and Jeff in the broadcast. He said, how big a year is it next year for Kevin O'Sullivan? Uh, Jeff, expand on that. I mean, if you're asking about, like, would he be fired or something? No. No. But look, once again, the SEC is better. It is better, arguably, than it was when Florida won it all in 2017. Right? Look at Texas A&M. They went from not making the SEC tournament last year to Omaha. That's ridiculous. And what's going to happen when Oki and Texas come here? They, too, were in the College World Series. So it's going to be difficult. You want if, – if I've always believed this when it comes to baseball. Can you get hot at the right time and do well? If you have – like, for example, look at Arkansas. They struggled – and got hot at the right time. You can do that's one way to punch your ticket. You're playing good at the Oklahoma did that. Okay? They struggled middle of the year. They got hot. It carried them all the way to Omaha. That's one way you can do it. The other way to do it is make sure you finish in the top eight. Now, you're going to tell me, well, Florida's hosted two regionals in a row and hasn't won them. That's right. But if you're in the top eight, you're pretty good to start with, right? So your chances of winning a regional as a top eight 
or better when Florida kind of snuck in to host a regional because they got hot at the right time. Part of it is luck. Part of it is who's hot. You know, a, a bad hop here, a, a ground ball here. It, that That's part of it. But no, there, there's no way that that next year is big for Sully in terms of what I think what you're asking about. Uh, his job is safe, trust me. 144, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. Final segment coming up, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Shaley Klein. The Tampa Bay Rays take on the Boston Red Sox tonight in the second of a four-game series. Corey Kluber is expected to start on the mound for the Rays, while Chris Sale is expected to make his season debut for the Red Sox. Tune in at 6.30 for the start of game coverage. The non-conference schedule for the Florida Gators men's basketball team was released this morning. The Gators host Stony Brook November 7th for their season opener. The SEC announced today that the Gators will be represented by head coach Billy Napier, quarterback Anthony Richardson, offensive lineman Richard Garage, and linebacker Ventral Miller at the SEC Media Days next week. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Shaley Klein. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Think you have to travel to New York or Los Angeles to get a deal on a five-carat colorless diamond in a -a one-of-a-kind designer setting? What if I told you people from those cities came here for these exquisite pieces of jewelry? Here to International Diamond Center. Welcome to the IDC Prestige Collection, a truly breathtaking array of large, rare diamonds, two carats and up, hand-picked for maximum brilliance and certified by the GIA. In addition, International Diamond Center is one of only 14 dealers in the world offering De Beers Forevermark Exceptional Diamonds, featuring magnificent diamonds five carats and up, including the rarest and most exquisite diamonds on the planet. The IDC Prestige Collection and the Forevermark Exceptional Diamond Collection are for the discriminating shopper with refined taste and uncompromising standards. No need to travel or have it flown in from a broker. It's all here, every day. One of America's most impressive displays of large, rare diamonds, along with the most sought-after design rings in the world international diamond center at celebration point across from the theaters as a small business owner you've got aims to do that's why the ups store is here to help from printing to shredding even mailboxing you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip saving you time for all your other ings like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner the ups store every ing for small business all in one place The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. Did you know the brain develops until you're 25? That means any drugs or alcohol you put into your body affect the way your brain develops. You need your brain for everything you do. Each time teens use drugs or alcohol increases the risk of damage to their brain and body, even death. You have the power to protect your brain. Use the facts about drugs and alcohol to make your future the best it can be. Check out thefactsyourfuture.org. Your future depends on it. You've got bugs. What's your move? A rattly can? Or a simple spritz? Bugs near your kids and pet? Will it be ingredients you can't pronounce? Ew. Or essential oils? (sighs) Bother the bugs, not your family. 
Zevo uses essential oils, which attack bugs' biological systems, so Zevo kills bugs, plus is safe for use around people and pets when used as directed. Zevo, people-friendly, bug-deadly. Now at a store near you. We are your home for the Rays, the Lightning, and the Bucks. We are proud to bring Tampa to Gainesville. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Tell you what, after today, I'm going to go home and gargle. Been a lot of talking today. Uh, I expect the same thing tomorrow. It, you know, it's hard getting guests sometimes this time of the year because they're on vacation. And they, they take time off, too. Uh, yours truly going to take some more time off before football cranks up when you can't take any time off, which is fine. Uh, but anyway, about uh, eight, nine minutes left. You got a quick call you want to get in, do so, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Joseph. He says, um, maybe maybe one day I get calls like this or emails like this about what I like, what sports I don't like or whatever. Maybe someday I'll just recite stuff. You know, this is what I like, what I don't like. Because this is the time of the year when you do it. Because look, can you imagine the middle of football season? Okay, when you're calling about whatever and me going, uh, I want you to know what sports I like. I mean, you'd shoot me. Okay, so, I mean, but whatever, I'll answer it. Uh, Porter's up. Hi, Porter. Hey, Steve. Um, uh, not, not a lot to talk about right now, but one other thing we're about to have is the Home Run Derby and all the All-Star festivities. Um, I know Alonzo's uh, won it twice in a row. Who or if anybody has won it three years in a row, I, I, I'm just kind of curious. I haven't heard that. I did hear them say that uh, Pujols is going to be in the uh, Home Run Derby for his uh, I think he's the seventh player to be there for his fifth time, and presumably, I guess that's tied for the for the most ever. If Alonzo gets his third and his third full season, I think he's on his way to tying that. What's your any idea on uh, has anybody ever won it three years in a row? No idea. Um, I can't think of anybody that did, um, and I think part of that um, is because the the same people don't always enter it you know once you've sort of been there you know some people don't do it all the time um i know cespedes one of i think a couple times um you know 10 something years ago maybe um Mm -hmm. but i can't think of anybody that's won it three times or even you know three in a row i can't i mean i just i'm even going back to griffey you know, I don't know that I, he won it twice in a row, and he won it. I'm looking this up now. I was close. He won it in '98, won it in '99, and then won it in '94. You know, Mike Griffey Jr. Yes, but not three in a row. Okay, so uh, he, he's he's got three. That's pretty pretty elite company. Um, I uh, I remember hearing several players. Uh, that, that didn't want to do it again because they said it messed up their swing. And I, that totally makes sense to me. And uh, Griffey and 
Alonzo both have kind of uh, the natural swing for it. But anyway, it's something, uh, certainly something to talk about. Um, you said uh, Baeta was sent down to the to the minors? Yeah, Toledo, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, it, I didn't hear. I know he, he, he pitched yesterday, and I, I, I just heard a blurb that the Royals won 7-3, to three, so I was presuming. Yeah, he was, yeah. He was sent down. He's been, he's been jettisoned back and forth. Gotcha. Um, any idea uh, – I know the, the term, you know, options, and uh, once you're out of options, then they can't send you down and come and uh, bring you back without penalty. Is that where uh, being claimed or claimed off uh, waivers or anything? Is that where that comes in, or do you know? And uh, I've just always wondered about. I that. I think there are two different things. If you're if you're out of options, I think the way the the collective bargaining agreement is now, if you're out of options, you have to be designated for assignment. That you're moved off the roster, off the active roster, and you're put on waivers. Okay. Yeah, I was just curious about that. And now, if you but if you pass through waivers, I believe then they can send you to the minor leagues. But you have to go through the uh, designated for assignment business first. Okay. All right. We'll go Gators. Okay. Thank you, Porter. I mean, somebody can correct me on that, but I'm 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 almost positive I'm right in that. Uh, if you're out of options, designated for assignment, not on the roster, you're on waivers. Anybody can claim you at that point, but if not, and then you, they can be they can put you on their 40 man roster. If not, uh, you can be sent to the minors, and you can stay with that organization. Um, quirky rule, and I believe I'm right in that. Um, all right, Jeff says. Uh, do you think recent state policies concerning race and sexual preference have hurt recruiting of athletes? No, I do not. Um, I I would like somebody to show me how that has happened. I I don't think it has. Um, Also, do you, uh, okay, this is the same person that just asked the question uh, in a different way. Uh, Let's see here. Bill, emails and he has he has actually a very good question he says um steve yesterday you mentioned you were going to uh at some point over the summer talk about the top three gator male athletes and top three female athletes who would yours be i'm not going to give that away not yet not till i do it but i will tell you it's impossible it's impossible because I started fiddling around with that the other day. And, you know, I wrote the first three names that came to mind, I wrote down. Now, remember, this is over all sports, right? Over, I mean, think about it. You're asking me or you, top three male athletes in Gator sports history. That's a long time, number one. Number two, it encompasses a lot of sports. Right, And remember, sometimes you forget great players. You know, the, the football's obvious. The basketball's obvious. But, you know, what about track? I mean, look at the just, – just take track, and I'm just using one name, Grant Holloway. Pretty good dude, right? You can make a case for him, okay? And then what about swimming? I mean, Caleb Dressel, hello, right? I mean, so – Trying to do three is impossible because you could have probably 23 in there and you could make a case 
for them all. But that's what's fun about it. And on the women's side, you know, what's been the sport here that's had the most success on the women's side? Gymnastics. Well, you could have a top 20 of gymnasts, and you could go, okay, and not even do another sport. Swimming. Tracy Calkins, I mean, all those people. Dara Torres. Women's tennis. I mean, come on. So that's why there's, I mean, there's obviously no right or wrong answer to that. But it, what started out as sort of a doodle, I took half an hour. Because then I started thinking about the other sports. Okay? Again, track. Okay. Women's basketball, Delisha Milton. Pretty good player. Okay? Softball. I mean, how many, you know, the problem is they don't go to a big league, so to speak. But, I mean, come on. You know, Michelle Moultrie is playing on the U.S. I mean, come on. So, narrowing that down to three uh, is crazy. But it'd be fun to do, maybe someday, when it's slow like this, uh, on another day. The final email today is from uh, Tyler. Ask a good question. He says, um, you're a big baseball guy. Uh, this must be personal Steve question day. He said, did you ever play any other sports in school? Yeah. Uh, the biggest mistake I ever made growing up was not playing basketball. I was a football, baseball guy. And it's funny, I really liked, I didn't like basketball at all until I was about, I don't know, 13 years old. That coincided with the Knicks getting good and listening to Marv Albert call Knicks games. And then I wanted to play. Well, that's late, right? And all my other friends who had played, you know, like you pick up teams on the playground. Now, for football, okay, yeah, Steve's pretty good. Baseball, Steve's pretty good. But for basketball, oh, we got to take Steve. Because I was awful. Jerry Lucas played for the Knicks, and he had this unorthodox shot, 6'8". That's how I used to shoot the basketball when I first started shooting the basketball, like that. Crazy, right? So I love playing basketball, but I'm not good at it because I just didn't start it at a young age. That's the one, and then the other one's golf. I had a, a woman pro who said to me, hey, come out and hit some golf balls with me. I'll, I'll, but I, we didn't have a lot of money. I didn't have enough. You know, I couldn't buy it. And I said, no. Well, you know, you get in this business and you get asked to play in a scramble. Oh, God. Awful. Embarrassing. Scott Donbeck was at West End. I called him one day. I said, Scott, you've got to give me some lessons because I just suck. And, I mean, I can go out and play now and not be embarrassed, but I'm never going to be any good. And, again, I wish I had taken up Miss Diana's advice because she was a good, good golfer. Lessons you learn in life. We're done. Going to gargle. We'll do this again tomorrow at noon. Thanks to Alex for producing. We thank you for listening. Maybe something breaks tomorrow. We'll, we'll, we'll figure something out. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Enjoy the rest of your day. We'll see you tomorrow at noon.
WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.